0: Why do we never get an answer When we're knocking at the door With a thousand million questions About hate and death and war Cause when we stop and look around us There is nothing that we need In a world of persecution That is burning its greed
1: That's Question by the Moody Blues off the album Question of Balance. So, today I want to talk about some of what I consider some of the most stupid politicians that we have in place today. Um, and they happen to be men. And I want to talk about each one a little bit and then look at a possible alternative to these who I term stupid men. Okay, the first one up is Jim Jordan of Ohio. You know, when I listen to him, he kind of reminds me, if I go back when I was a kid in school, there always seemed to be one boy in the class that would just talk on and on and on and on and on and would never shut up and had really not much to say but liked to hear themselves talk. And that, to me, is Jim Jordan. And it's amazing to me what a liar he is and how he supports Trump. Here he is in an interview with Anderson Cooper.
2: Do you think the president lies a lot, like Jim Comey says?
1: I do not.
3: I think Jim Comey has leaked information through a friend to the New York Times for the stated purpose of getting a special counsel. I think Jim Comey took over an investigation that never happened before. It always been the Attorney General who had announced the findings, whether they were going but, to prosecute or not. But I think so. I think Jim Comey, as I said earlier, his honestly, credibility is 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 gone right. because of how he handled the Clinton investigation we, and we how they seen, started the Trump investigation. I mean,
2: but come on. I mean, you 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 got to admit this president has said things which are just demonstrably not true, time and time again. I mean, the list is a very long one. Almost on a daily basis
3: i think andrew mccabe has st- said things that aren't true and the inspector general that did that make investigation it right? and, and was and was fired because of that right so you so you're very you're very
2: bold in calling out andrew mccabe uh, not so bold on the president of the united states it, it wasn't it wasn't me calling Andrew mccabe it was his colleagues okay. i mean it was okay so you haven't general heard the, the president office, office, lie. The you haven't heard the president lie
3: i've not heard the president has, has been always been square with me that's for darn well, sure what, 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 the, what the about the american, american people the American people elected him president of the United right. States. OK, but I, and, have you ever the American, heard the
2: president lie? That's what I'm asking you.
3: Uh, I've not. And the, and the American people feel like what the treatment he's received from the top. OK, people I, the A, I don't FBI think you can talk not. about
2: all of the American people, but I'm asking you just yourself. Have you ever heard the president lie? I've not. Really? So, when the Washington Post counts hundreds and hundreds of times, none of those are, are believable to you?
3: I've not seen what the Washington Post reported. You're asking, has the president communicated something that wasn't accurate to me? I've not. No, no, no. Not, no, not, I, not, not to you.
2: The has the president publicly said anything that is a lie?
3: Well, I I mean, look, I I, I don't know of it. Nothing comes to mind. But look, people who talk as much as you and I do, my my, my guess is probably Anderson, you may have said something at some point that wasn't 100 percent accurate. Uh, If I have, I
2: I, I apologize for it and I try to correct it as possible. Fine. Have you heard the president? Have you heard the president? Have you heard the president apologize and correct something? I
3: don't know that he said something wrong that he needs to apologize for. I just nothing comes to mind right now. I'm I'm saying that if that if I would do something like that, I would. I would say, Mm. look, if if I said something that's not accurate. I would deal with it. But I don't know
1: that the president has That is so pathetic. But maybe because Jordan is known to lie himself. For example, in January of 2020, he warned that the Obama-era Attorney General Eric Holder was on the cusp of using courts to steal his congressional seat and replace him with a radical liberal. He asked readers for $25 or more to fight this liberal scheme. Now, maybe Jim Jordan would tell you that the legal battle He was describing to challenge Ohio's heavily gerrymandered congressional map. Um, It did happen, but it ended months before, after the Supreme Court ruled the judiciary could not intervene in such a case. However, Jordan conveniently seemed to have have omitted this uh, fact from his fundraising pitch. Does that sound like someone else we may know who's doing the same type of lying in order to secure funds for himself? Then there was his battle with Fauci, where he attempted to discount him and misrepresent what he said. Do protests increase the spread of the virus?
4: Do protests increase the spread of the virus? Uh, I think I can make a general statement.
3: Well, half a million protesters on June 6th alone, I'm just asking. That number of people, does it increase the spread of the virus?
4: Crowding together, particularly when you're not wearing a mask, contributes to the spread of the virus. Should we limit the protesting? I'm not sure what you mean. Should how do we say limit the protesting? Should government
3: limit the protesting?
4: I I don't think that's relevant to.
3: Well, you just said if it increases the spread of the virus, I'm just asking, should we limit it?
4: Well, I'm, I'm not in a position to determine what the government can do in a forceful way. Well, you
3: make all kinds of recommendations. You, no. you make comments on dating, on baseball, and everything no. you can imagine. I'm just asking you. You just said it, yeah. that protests increase the spread. No. I'm just asking you, should we try to limit the protests? No, I
4: think I would leave that to people who have more of an, a, a position to do that. I can tell you. Government stopping
3: cr- people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. Right. Yeah. You can favor one First Amendment liberty protesting right. over another practicing your faith.
4: I'm not favoring anybody over anybody. I'm just making a statement that's a broad statement that avoid crowds of any type, no matter where you are, because that leads to the acquisition and transmission. And I don't judge one crowd versus another crowd. When you're in a crowd, particularly if you're not wearing a mask, that induces the spread.
1: See, Jim Jordan's really not interested in hearing his answer. All he wants to do is sit there and hear himself go on and on and rant and rave about protesters. Though he'll never mention anything about all the rallies that Trump had where people did not mask and have no problem with that. But he keeps going back and forth with this whole thing about the protests and people involved in protests and how people that wanted to go to church or go to work or go to school couldn't because it wasn't a good idea. And every time Fauci tries to answer him, he doesn't really want to hear an answer. All he wants to do is hear himself speak and talk about the protesters who he couldn't stand. And then you have, you know, him like other so-called patriotic Republicans who talk about how much they support the military and how proud they are of the military. But when it came to questioning Vidman during the impeachment trial, he seemed to take a different tone.
3: So your boss had concerns about your judgment. Your former boss, Dr. Hill, had concerns about your judgment. Your colleagues had concerns about your judgment. And your colleagues felt that there were times when you leaked information. Any idea why they have those impressions,
5: Colonel Vindman? Uh Yes, Representative Jordan. I guess I'll start by reading um, Dr. Hill's own words, as she, she attested to in my Last evaluation that was dated middle of July, right before she left. Alex is a top one percent military officer and the best army officer I have worked with in my 15 years of government service. He is brilliant, unflappable, and exercises excellent judgment. So it was. Exe- I'm sorry. Okay, I'm it sorry. Was Exemplary during numerous visits, okay. so forth and so on. But I think you get the idea. Uh, Mr. Morrison. Yeah. The, the date that was. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. I'm sorry. Uh, July um, 13th. So, uh, Mr. Jordan, I would say that uh, I can't say what uh, Mr. Morrison, why Mr. Morrison uh, questioned my judgment. We had only recently started working together. He's it didn't he wasn't there very long. And we were just trying to figure out our relationship. Maybe it it was a different cultures, military culture versus. And Colonel, um, you never leaked information. I never did, never would. That is, uh, that is preposterous that I would do that. Okay.
1: Throughout the impeachment trial, you know, Jim Jordan's big thing was he would continue fighting for fairness and truth. That was his big thing, fairness and truth. But how did he react when accusations were being brought up about a situation at Ohio State and sexual abuse that occurred while he was an assistant coach?
0: We knew of
3: no abuse, never heard of abuse. If we had, we'd have, we'd have reported it. Yeah, you know, knew, knew uh, the doctor. Um, but there is no truth to the fact that, that I knew of any abuse. Uh, or I've talked to other coaches. They didn't know of any abuse. Um, it just, just, it, that's just not accurate to say those things, that we knew of it and didn't report it. It's just not true.
1: Now, remember, this is a man that's fighting for fairness and truth. But when it came to this incident, he feigned ignorance. Yet listen to a report that was done at that time by Chris Hayes.
6: Ohio Republican Congressman Jim Jordan is one of the president's fiercest allies. You've probably seen him a million times on TV, this show and others. He talks fast, rarely wears a jacket. And during Trump's impeachment, he was actually put on the House Intelligence Committee temporarily just so he could stick it to Democrats. Trump loves Jim Jordan, of course. Lately, the president's been shouting Jordan out pretty much anywhere he goes. But Jim Jordan also has an interesting past. From 1986 to 1994, Jordan was an assistant wrestling coach at Ohio State University. And while he was on that coaching staff, the team doctor, a guy named Richard Strauss, sexually abused at least 177 male students, according to an independent investigation conducted by law firm Perkins Coie. Now, the investigation was commissioned after a whistleblower came forward to say he was victimized. A former Ohio State wrestler named Mike DiSabato. Other former students have joined him and 350 students have now filed suit against the university. Now, the whistleblower and numerous other former wrestlers say that at the time they told Jim Jordan, among others, what was going on. And they say Jim Jordan turned a blind eye to the systematic sexual abuse happening right under his nose. That claim is backed up by that same independent investigation, which found the abuse was, and I quoted here, an open secret, including among the coaching staff. That whistleblower telling NBC News, quote, I consider Jim Jordan a friend, but at the end of the day, he is absolutely lying if he says he doesn't know what was going on. At a public hearing on Tuesday, that whistleblower's brother, who was also a wrestler at Ohio State, said that Jim Jordan called him in 2018 to pressure him to contradict his brother. Jim Jordan called me crying, crying,
4: groveling on the 4th of July, begging me to go against my brother, begging me,
6: crying for a half hour. That's the kind of cover-ups that's going on there. Jordan's spokesperson said that is not true, and Jordan has denied he knew about the abuse. The whistleblower's brother was asked about that denial at the same hearing.
4: He's throwing us under the bus, all of us. He's a coward. He's a coward.
6: He's not a leader. He's a coward. Every time you see Jim Jordan talking about anything other than this, I think it's probably useful to keep in mind what you just heard.
1: I couldn't agree more with Chris Hayes. Here's a man that thinks the faster he talks, the louder he talks, the more people will listen. As I said in the beginning, reminds me of the type when I was a kid, the kid in class who would just keep droning on and on and would never shut up. And what he would say, it didn't matter whether it was truthful or not, as long as he could hear himself talk. Pathetic. So when I was starting to put this podcast together, I thought, well, I want to talk about a few people that, you know, just to me are pretty pathetic characters um, in our quest or my quest, at least, to find heroes, heroes that we could probably use at this time and stage in our country's history, um, moving forward, of course. Uh, But... As you can see, I've spent a little bit of time with clips and my own thinking about Jim Jordan. So I guess I'm going to have to just say this is part one of We Could Use Heroes. And next week, I'll continue with my next CD character. Um, and until then, stay safe. Happy New Year.
0: say hey.